Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You know, maybe this is inevitable. As craft beer grows in popularity, bigger beer companies are going to want a piece of that action. They get a couple of options, I guess. They can try to launch their own craft brands. And, and there are some that, uh, you know, go out of their way, I think, to disguise those, those connections. Or they can just take over an existing one. Uh, there was a lot of hand-wringing in the California craft brewing industry a couple of years ago when Heineken uh, took over uh, California craft brewing staple Lagunitas. And so something similar is afoot here in Alberta. Stories today that uh, brewing giant Sleeman, which in turn is owned by brewing giant Sapporo, has made a bid to purchase Calgary's Wild Rose Brewery. So this deal will go ahead if shareholders vote in favor. And typically when you got a situation like this, it's uh, pretty tempting to those shareholders. Now, it may well be that there will be no obvious change. Clearly, Wild Rose must be doing something right if there's such interest. And uh, I would think it would be good business to, to keep doing that. But the company might have other ideas. So what do we make of this? And is this a sign of, of other things to come? Joining us uh, for some thoughts uh, on what this all might signify. Very pleased to welcome to the program uh, beer writer and consultant Don Tess. You can find him on Twitter at the Don of Beer. Also, beers to you.ca. Don, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, how surprised were you when you heard about this? Um, actually, quite surprised. Uh, I like to think I, I'm, you know, well situated in the grapevine, but I actually didn't hear about this until Sunday, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of came out of left field for me. So, what do you make of it? I mean, are you are you worried, or is is there is there a little basis for concern? Uh, I'm not worried. I think it uh, I think it is inevitable. The um, as you mentioned in the uh, intro. You know, the, the multinational brewers have been on a bit of an acquisition streak these last few years. Uh, Alberta has been uh, untouched to date, uh, so I think it was inevitable. Uh, I'm, and I, I think, uh, you know, as a beer lover, I think uh, this is going to be a, a, a good deal. Um, the history of Sleeman's acquisitions and Sapporo's acquisitions is that they haven't really changed, changed the beer. So, you know, if you, if you love Wild Rose beer... Uh, I don't think there's any reason to believe that uh, that it's going to all of a sudden change. Yeah, I, I think one example of that is uh, Unibrew in Quebec, exactly. which uh, has quite a reputation as, as maybe one of the leading craft brewers in Canada. It is owned by Sleeman, and you know, I, I don't get the sense that, that they've really changed at all since then. Yeah, I mean, really the only negative thing I, I, I could say, and, and it's not much of a negative thing, is that I seem to recall that Unibrew would, would come out with more new beers uh, more frequently than they do now. So, you know, maybe the innovation chain has, has uh, shortened a bit, um, but the beer that they are producing is, to this day, very delicious. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I, I, I think it is. Uh, so, yeah, this seems more like a company that's interested in, in breweries that are doing well to add to their stable without really coming in and, and having to, you know, rescue uh, breweries or, or change things wholesale. I think that's right, and I think that they've been fairly hands-off in terms of the beer. I think that this gives Wild Rose a little bit of an opportunity uh, with, um, you know, with uh, Sapporo and Sleeman's supply chain to maybe 
uh, achieve uh, economies of scale in terms of their raw materials acquisition and maybe uh, get their beer into some venues that they haven't been able to in the past. But the beer itself, I think, uh, will be, will be I'm, I am optimistic, will remain the same. Well, it, it, yeah, it has been a challenge. We've heard a lot from Alberta breweries about how difficult it is to get onto the shelf uh, in, in other provinces, challenges with exporting abroad. But I guess having this, this kind of uh, corporate structure behind you, maybe that might make things a lot easier then, huh? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a big machine behind Sbarro uh, on, on all aspects of running a brewery, from, from, from raw materials to distribution to marketing and, and all that uh, you know, sophistication. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a beer guy, and, and, and you know, what, I, what I care most about is the, the liquid in the glass, and as long as that doesn't change, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, that's just it, right? I mean, I think Wild Rose makes good product. I love their Velvet Fog. I buy their Cherry Porter when it comes out each each fall, so I'm hoping that continues. What's your sense of, of the beer-drinking crowd here in Alberta? Are, are we so snobbish that we would hold it against them, that they have some, some big corporate ownership, or does it come down to you know the product and, and the presence? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I do think that there are people, there are consumers who want to support local, independently owned breweries uh, and businesses of all kinds. And, and, you know, that's fine. They're entitled to do that. I think there are other consumers that really just care about the end product. Um, you know, the, the people who are brewing the beer are still living in Alberta, supporting the Alberta economy. Uh, and, and, and that doesn't, you know, the fact that the ultimate owner may be a Japanese company uh, may not bother them. What about the argument that maybe Wild Rose isn't even craft anymore? I mean, you got Big Rock and Wild Rose are kind of the, the big ones in Alberta, maybe a couple of others. I mean, is, is there a difference, do you think, that, that's emerged between some of the smaller ones, the upstarts, and those more established players? Um, I, I suppose that's a, people are entitled to their various opinions on that. Uh, while both Wild Rose and, and Big Rock, while relatively large in the Alberta scene, are are tiny in the uh, you know in comparison to the large global players and even by comparison to the large American craft brewers uh, they are you know really quite small uh, and so for me again at the end of the day I care about if the beer tastes good or not I don't care how much of it they're making and all that and, and you know both those breweries I still drink their beer I love it yeah well I wonder then I mean if others like Big Rock or, say, Alley Cat, maybe some of the other established players in Alberta. I wonder if they're ripe for this kind of a takeover. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, that's up to the owners. Um, you know, Wild Rose, for example, has been around for 23 years. They've, they've uh, had to make uh, a lot of changes as, as consumer preferences have changed. They've seen lots of economic uh, ups and downs and, and you know, survived and thrived in all those environments and and uh you know it's not for me to judge whether whether it's right for them or not to 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 now finally uh you know kick back and reap the reap the uh rewards that they that they've sowed yeah no kidding uh you know as we kind of reflect on on how far alberta has come over the last five or six years i mean it, it, it is quite remarkable that you know it wasn't that long ago that you know, there was Big Rock, Big Rock, Wild Rose, Alley Cat, maybe a handful of others. Now we've yeah. got, you know, we're, we're coming up, uh, probably pushing 100 now at this point, aren't we? 
Yeah, we officially over a hundred now. Over a hundred, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. It's uh, there's been no better time to be a beer lover. It's going to be interesting to see, I guess. I mean, there's been you know, a lot of political contention around what exactly our policy should be towards small brewers. Do we have an Alberta-friendly markup structure? How do we, you know, how do we implement that? What's the objective of that? You get the sense that the industry's kind of bracing, you know, potentially for some change now with the new government? You know, the, the reality is that, that uh, the alcohol industry is a heavily regulated industry. It always has been and it always will be. Um, you know, the federal government as well has recently changed uh, the uh, excise tax on beer. So I think that, um, you know, if you're going to be in the beer industry, you, your, your business just has to be flexible and, and nimble. So, uh, you know, whether the new provincial government makes changes or not, uh, I don't know. Uh, but uh, hopefully... Hopefully these, these new breweries are, are small enough and nimble enough that they can react to any of those changes. And, you know, um, the new government certainly likes to position itself as being business-friendly. So, uh, again, maybe, I, maybe I'm overly optimistic at all times about things, but I'm optimistic for the Alberta beer industry in the coming years. Uh, it's going to be on display. I guess we got uh, the beer festival coming up uh, just a few days from now, isn't it? I will be there. All right. Well, Don, appreciate you making some time for us here today. Uh, folks can find you on Twitter, as mentioned, at the Don of Beer. More at beers to you, Don. Appreciate your input on this. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Thank you. My pleasure. Take care. That is uh, Don Tess, beer writer and consultant. Beers to you, Don. is his website. And you can follow him on Twitter at the Don, D O N, the Don of Beer. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12 30 on News Talk 770 Calgary.